everyone doing today? This is Wanda, the host of Salty Coffee Podcast. How's everyone doing? It is November 15, 2022, and we got some goodies for you tonight. So let me tell you a little bit something about what's going to happen tonight. You're going to meet Xiomara Cabrera, who is still, according to her, I'm not, but who is and was my um, instructor for the Ballet Quisqueya back in the days, like way back in the days, but we're not going to tell you what year it was. We're just going to tell you how, how much history we have together and how proud and honored I am that she said yes to Salty Coffee. So let me tell you a little bit about Salty Coffee. Um, the podcast was really created to inspire, entertain, and inform. We Our topics are parenting, relationship, finances. And, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Washington Heights. Woo-hoo! Where's my Washington Heights people? And now I live in the Bronx. So it's retirement time. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's going on? This episode is brought to you by Bamblish. And Bamblish is a company that provides products for your period. And I just want to let you know that Bamblish has created not just for women panties for their periods, but for young girls. So if you're a dancer or you know a dancer or whoever, whatever little girl you have, Bamblish now has the panties for periods. This way, you don't have to buy pads. You can teach them. And the pa- the box is so beautiful. It includes, um, let's see, a period underwear style Sammy in black or gray from sizes 0 to 4 to 6 and style Emma and Sadie for larger sizes. One rainbow bubble bomb, which is the one you put in the bathtub, one two-ounce undie wash, vegan organic detergent for delicates. One spa headband, one pen, one notebook, a pouch, and one about periods pamphlet. Isn't that awesome? I didn't get any of that when I was young. I, all I got was flowers. And, and this is how you do it. This is how you put it on, and that's it. <laughs> so these panties are beautiful not just for little girls, but she also has for adults. But I think this is a great gift from mom to daughter or sister to sister or whoever. I think it's awesome. But if you are a dancer, this is a thing that you can do. Isn't that awesome? So let me tell you a little bit more about what's going to happen tonight. But in the meantime... Thank you. Finally. 
Queen of Periods, that's for sure. But anyway, I want to introduce you to Xiomara Cabrera, who is the founder of her own dance school now called Ballet Folklorico. Xiomara Cabrera, <laughs> which is her name. Um, she's short like me, she's beautiful, she's amazing, she has this energy, and I don't know how she does it, but she, she does it. And she brings so much sunshine, enthusiasm, motivation, so much so that she definitely had to be here tonight with me. And I'm going to put my camera on. Hi, Xiomara. Hi. Thank you. I am very happy to be here with you. Thank you for the invitation. One of my favorite students, not because you're there, but you were always one of my favorite students because you, everything you did at the ballet, you did it with love and you wanted to excel. I am very happy to be here with you today. Thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Xiomara, I know we spoke a little bit about, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight, but tell me, where are you from? Who, how did you get here and, and what's going on? Like, give us from like the beginning, the foundation, like tell us where you're from. Tell us a little bit more about your childhood, the, the, the smells, the, the, the vision, the, your dreams. Give us a little bit more about that. I love going back on time. Um, I'm going to go back to when I was eight years old and I saw the artist from Puerto Rico Iris Chacon, it was a vedette that was very popular at that time and I wanted to be like her. I found myself in front of the mirror, um, practicing her moves, trying to sing like her. I never became a singer, but I did become a dancer. Uh, my mother, may she rest in peace, uh, everyone told her, she's gonna be a dancer, bring her to a ballet school. And she did. She brought me to El Ballet Folclorico de Cassandra Damiron. She's called La Soberana. She passed away many years ago. May she rest in peace. And she was called La Soberana de El Folclore in Dominican Republic. I started dancing with her. But from there, I wanted to dance something more than folklore. I wanted to dance like Iris Chacón. Then I, my, I asked my mom to bring me to Josefina Menino's Ballet School, which was a school that taught folklore, it taught jazz, which is one of the dances that I like the most, and it taught folklore, folklore jazz, and ballet. Okay. That's the school where I learned most of what I know. It was in the school of Josefina Menino. I was with her for many years. And I became like her right hand. When I was 14, I was already teaching. I was already teaching at Bellas Artes. She used to leave me teaching the ballet infantil and she would go and teach the classes of the adults and I would stay teaching the ballet infantil. Okay. I've been teaching dance for many years. 14, wow. 14, I started teaching. So were you teaching um, what, at what age? At a very younger age, under than you? Under I would say 13, I was already teaching with her. 
because from the back, when we were practicing and, and we were all placed behind her dancing, I will move myself towards her so okay. I can be right next to her. And I started teaching with her. And then she saw that I could teach and put me in the front. And yeah, I will say 13, at 13, I was already teaching. Would this um, picture be the one where she's at? Is this the one? She <laughs> is, Josefina Menino is the second where all the ladies, are, um, the ladies, and there's one man in the middle that I don't recall. So that she's the, lady, the second lady from, from the From the left, Normandia, who was my second mother, <laughs> may she rest in peace also. She's <laughs> the first one to the to the left. And then Josefina Menino, my teacher, is the one next to her. Okay. But, but you started dancing in Dominican Republic. So what happened when you were 14? Like what, besides Iris Chacon at this point, who, who else inspired you to, to dream bigger or, or move to the next level? She did. Uh, Josefina Menino wanted me to be prepared, not just to teach, but to become a professional dancer. Okay. What she did was she registered me in two more ballet schools. She registered me in Miriam Bello Ballet School and registered me with the Madame Corbett, one of the best ballet schools in, in Dominican Republic. In Madame Corbett, may she's rest in peace also, she was a, a great teacher. Uh, I learned the ballet that I needed to become a professional dancer, a lot of technica, which a dancer without technica is not a dancer. People can like dancing and they could dance and like dancing, but to become a dancer, you have to have ballet technique. And, and that's where I learned most of my ballet technique, which was very good. Everyone was amazed by, wow, only 14 and she has that much technique. She had a good preparation. So that preparation came from Josefina Menino, who registered me in those, uh, not just expensive, but very good ballet schools in Dominican Republic. Right. So give us a little bit about this picture. <laughs> this picture, I am 14 there. Wow. I was teaching at, I was teaching at, at the Ballet Infantil, and also I was dancing with a professional group of Josefina Menino. Okay. This was the song named from Liza Minnelli. We, uh, we were dancing cabaret from Liza Minnelli, and I took that picture. We did a lot of presentations in El Canal de Radio Televisión Dominicana, he, that was that dance was one of my favorite dances and I wanted to bring that picture in. Is this one also around the time when you're 14 or is this a little? This one is a little after here when I came to okay. New York. I was, okay. when I came to New York, yes. When I came to New York, I was about 17, about okay. 17, not even 18 yet. So 14 and 15, you were still in the professional level um, at this point, in still in Dominican Republic. What changed that? And, and how did you end up in, in New York or in the United States? I traveled up to a few countries with the Josefina Menino Ballet. We went to Venezuela, Curaçao, Puerto Rico. Here in New York, I have family, I have Two aunts, may they rest in peace also, Lord have mercy. And uh, they wanted to stay with me. When I came to New York, they told my mom, 
you have to leave her here with us. She needs to stay in New York with us. Leave her here. We don't want her to go back to Dominican Republic. And my mom agreed. So I stayed um, after a presentation we did in Madison Square Garden, where um, Josefina Menino brought the first, the first um, espectáculo folclórico de la República Dominicana. She brought it to the Madison Square Garden, and um, it was big. Tierra Adentro was one of the biggest, biggest. Um, spectacles, um, one of the biggest shows of folklore that came to New York. And I stayed with my two aunts and here I met Normandia Maldonado. But before I move on, I would like to remember the, the students that I had in Dominican Republic because they became very dear to me. And when I came to, to New York and I would travel, my mom was in Dominican Republic at the time. Every time I travel, I would gather the students, I would gather them and we would put dances together and I would bring them to TV shows. And I still keep contact with those students. So they, they're very dear to me. And- um, You want me to show the, the video of the show? <laughs> I would love for the video to come on and, and see the the students from Dominican Republic, how good they dance, how they were very good dancers. Especially the one with the white pants, she is a teacher now in Germany. Okay. In the middle. And that's you, of course, in the middle. Yes. <laughs> and how old were you here? I was already uh, 20 something, about 24, 25. I had already traveled a few times to Dominican Republic. That's one of the few videos that I have um, of when I travel from New York to Dominican Republic. That's one of the ones that I like the best. I wanted to bring this one today. Wow, you look like me. <laughs> yes, yes. That is I do. <laughs> you did look like me a lot. I remember when you were dancing, especially jazz. Uh-huh. You did. And what I like the best is that you try to do your steps right. You try to do everything right. And that was that's what made you uh, a great dancer. And that's why I named you one of the teachers of my group now. Because you are fit to be a, a teacher. <laughs> That's um those are new guys. That's the one teaching in Germany now. Okay. And then the the one to the to my right is my cousin who danced with me for a long time. She passed away a uh, very early age, um very sad. Wow. And she danced in Ballet Folclorico Dominicano de la República Dominicana. She danced professionally. That's her, right? Yes. Yes, that's her. That's me right there. I do look like you with the hair. You should have that hairstyle, Wanda. I know. 
<laughs> That's funny. Yes. Awesome. So glad to be here. So glad to bring these memories to, to the program and to the viewers. Right? This is awesome. So so what was the around this time, what was it um, that people moved? Did you feel like people were not wanting to do the merengue, the mangolina, the folklore was because I know you mentioned that you are fascinated by yes. that. Yeah. The folklore in Dominican Republic is taught. The, the kids in Dominican Republic are taught to love their folklore from a very young age. It, it forms part of the, the school teaching. So they dance, they all, most of the kids in Dominican Republic dance folklore. But here, I admire Normandia Maldonado's work. Uh, she, she taught folklore for 50 years. Wow. Something that no one has done here in New York. And it's a very difficult place to teach folklore because the kids that are born here in New York, they have another culture, another music, another teachings, and very few, very few. She had the most students that I've seen at any school. When you were in the Balequisqueya, there were about 60 students. Right. At this time, there are about three schools of folklore. Right. And the one that with the most students has about 20. Nothing like Balequisqueya. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, there is a ballet hispanico, but they don't really focus on one particular band. They do a lot of flamingo, a lot of um, ballet. Exactly. Ballet. Balequisqueya concentrated on teaching Dominican Republic folklore. Um, I don't know if you remember, she had also a teacher from René Carrasco School, mm -hmm. which is one of the first folklore schools in Dominican Republic. And, and that uh, at this time, there's only one teacher doing the folklore autóctono, which is um, folklore without without any um, fusions, like I do, I do fusions with jazz, with ballet, like other schools do. But he keeps it autóctona, uh, Professor Ricardo Ureña, and he's been teaching here for about 40 years. Is he the one that I was dancing with? The yes, parade? I am working with him. Oh, yes, I remember. You did dance with Professor Ricardo Ureña. We forgot to bring that picture. Oh, no, I have the video. You want me to play it real quick? Yes, please. Oh. Yes, please. <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful. 
I loved it. I forgot to tell you that you were dancing with one of the oldest folklore teachers here in New York. He studied folklore in that same school, Rene Carrasco School, which was the first folklore school besides La Soberana Cassandra Lamiron. They have the, the folklore, the very first folklore, the one that has no fusions with jazz and ballet. Now, the fusion with jazz and ballet, my teacher, Josefina Minillo, who studied here in Martha Graham School also, that, that also passed away, which is rest in peace also, the first uh, um, school of jazz, of dancing jazz in, here in New York, she brought the jazz to the Dominican Republic for the first time. And then she started seeing that all over the world as she traveled, that professional groups had their folklore with technica and jazz, fusion of jazz, that fusion okay. of jazz. Okay. Then she, I remember when we were in Venezuela, she took me to see a, a ballet in Venezuela, the, the professional group, and she said, we need to do this in Dominican Republic. And I said, okay, so I looked at it and, and she did. El Ballet Folklorico Dominicano is, at the level of all the ballets in the world uh, when it comes to technique, dance technique, and jazz. I mean, I get I get so overwhelmed when I do go visit Dominican Republic and I do see that folklore is still alive. You know, when you go see events and you go to traditional events, um, I, do, I did notice that most recently, um, when you used to arrive in the airport, they used to have a band, you know, playing the typical, you know, tambora, the instruments. And, and that's one thing that I appreciate about Nomaldia Maldonado, because she included a course of the instruments and how important it was for us to learn about the instruments, the different songs, the different, the different music um, and how it related to that particular dance. Um, so I think that's one of the things that probably you saw in me because I was more focused on not so much the techniques, but how we, how we, um, how we are spiritually connected with the music and the, and the drums and the, the, the instruments that are played. For example, Guayando La Yuca, Guayando La Yuca to me was like, I felt like I was back in the days like really doing it you know like um and, and <laughs> it's a sense of connection of, of people connecting to um their spirituality of where they come from yeah yeah i i did see that on you but i did see the most of of your technique <laughs> i did like your technique because i have this saying that sin técnica no hay bailarina <laughs> and, and, and I tell that to my actual group that they have to do technica that is a mandatory that for them to do technica because without that they, they, there's no style there's no there's no dancer without that so when did you start with Nomadia and how yes. old you and how did that work um after I came to New York um I was introduced to Sunilda von Dern Sunilda um, uh, um, told me, I know that you're a dancer. Sunilda's right there, yes. 
the third. The, sec the, sec the second one from the right. Sunilda so introduced me to Normandia. She said, um, I know you want to dance. You want to continue dancing here in New York. So I'm going to take you to this lady that has a ballet here in New York. And she took me to Normandia's house. Wow. I met her, a lady with a um, lot of love, a lot of wanting to help uh, anyone who came from Dominican Republic. I felt very welcome with her. And she said, you want to dance in the ballet, in El Ballet Quisqueya? And I said, okay, but I was used to teaching more than dancing with the group. I did more teaching than dancing with the group. And I said, I, I would like to continue teaching. I used to teach in La Escuela de Bailes Folclóricos y Populares de Josefina Miniño. But he said, no problem. We're going to do a, a ballet school for kids here for you. Okay. And... I started with two or three students, and then we needed to find a bigger place for all the students that came, where you were also there. It was, it was wonderful. Um, Do you remember it, what year I started? Because I, I, I found out from the school from one of your current dancers. Um, Esmeralda, is it? I think you started. Luna, Dama Luna's mom. I think you started around 1980. Yeah. Around 1980, because I started on 1979. Oh. And my daughter was born 1981. And you were already with me before my daughter was born. Right. You started in 1980. Okay. No, I knew I knew when I started, but when did the when did you start the school? But now you told me 1979. Yes, 1979 so I, is I, I when I started. And I stayed for 17 years. Wow. 17 years in the group. Yeah, I started 10 at 10, and I think I started fading away <laughs> around 17, 18, when I was 17, 18 years old. So, I think so, too. so is, is this picture when you started with Normandia or with another group here in New York? This is, that's Balequisqueya. I was already with the Balequisqueya for a little bit there. Okay. That was, uh, that was one of the parades. I think that was the Desfile de la Hispanidad. Okay, and then we're, we're please announce this one. This <laughs> one, so yes, I was, I was gonna ask you because that's one of the biggest accomplishments of the Balequisqueya, one of my biggest accomplishments and one of your biggest accomplishments because we are part of history here. This is the picture that was taken on the first Dominican parade in 1982. Right. That's me in the front. You're right behind me. I know. Um, and we are the ones that paraded before anyone. The first, the first paraders are us. El Ballet Infantil and me, directed by Normandia Maldonado. We were the first ones. We could be called the pioneers of the Dominican, the Dominican Day Parade, called now the Dominican Day Parade. Yeah, and this is this was in Washington Heights, correct? Yes, one six exactly one sixty fifth and Audubon. That's where it started in nineteen eighty two. That's the first Dominican parade. History, History in the making. I love this picture of you. I love it. You still look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it because I didn't know at that time. I heard. Um, I used to call Mama Normandy. I used to call her Mama. 
-hmm. I heard her say, we're going to have the first Dominican parade. And I don't, just thought of it as a parade. Oh, a parade, a parade. <laughs> but I had no idea we were making history. I had no idea that that was the first Dominican parade and that would become history. I am very proud to be there. Very proud to be part of the history. You should be proud. Look at you. you you're dancing proud. <laughs> yes. yes. Always, you're always like, smile, lady, smile. It's all in the smile. And, the and you were a good group. I had one, I had that was one of my best groups that yes. dance. You guys dance really good. What about here? Here I can go over. There's three of them. I know that I know there's three of them. The one to the right where you have the red skirts. Esa es la ropa de las jardineras. Y yo creo que están bailando las jardineras and the plena. Right. You're doing the plena and the jardineras. The jardineras is in the bottom with the same red skirt where you have, you're holding the basket with the flowers. Jardinera is a dance from Cuba. It's folklore from Cuba. Before uh, la salsa, which also comes from Cuba, el son. Eh, Las Jardineras is a folklore, one of the very first folklores of Cuba. Right. Eh, that song was picked by Mamá Normandía for the ballet to preserve the folklore of Cuba. La Plena Arriba is from Puerto Rico. To the right where you have the tags, we have the jazz, which is called the mother of all the dances. Jazz is from, from Africa, and, and that's the root of all the dances now. You dance a piece of jazz, you dance the steps, it goes to any music, it goes to folklore, it goes to ballet, it goes to music in la actualidad, music, any, any kind of dancing music you can adapt it to the jazz. Right. And then the first one up there, I don't remember where that one was, but the dresses, is our um, el traje tradicional de la de República Dominicana, la bandera, what we call la bandera. It looks like our Dominican flag. Right. So this picture looks like it's in the same location um, of all four. I, I don't know how we change skirts real quick, but I think it is in the same location. Oh, it looks, yes, it is. Yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah. I just noticed that. Like, could you believe I don't remember any of this? Oh That's, my God. I don't remember any of this. I remember all the dances exactly. Just I didn't remember the places because I. That's crazy that I do remember the steps. If I you do? To, yes. If I listen to the music, I remember the steps. There's one <laughs> song that we did, Concierto, with Fernandito Villalona. I still know those steps. And when I hear that song, I kid you not, Xiomara, I'm dancing it. Wow. <laughs> I'm actually dancing it, yeah. So glad to hear that. Miss you at the ballet. I know. So tell us a little bit more here. This is when I started experiencing interviews. <laughs> um, well, this interview, I don't recall. It was my first, the only thing I recall from there, that it was my first interview here in New York. Okay. But I don't recall the place or, or anything or the person. But that song, I, the close, I, by the close, I can remember that it was a modern merengue with the con la soga. Okay. And the, the ballet, the, the girls used to love it because of the beat of the, the song. Very beautiful, la soga. That's all I remember from there. 
And then there's another one because we had to dress up again. And you're gonna, they're going to interview you with the younger uh, students. Ah, yes, with La Bandera, with the clothes of La Bandera. Right. Yes, that, now you reminded me. I was speaking of the dan that dance group was the professional group. Okay. And then when we switched to your group, where you were in the younger group, I was speaking about how the Ballet Quisqueya was divided into three, the Grupo Profesional, the middle group, which was between ages between 12 and 15, and the younger group, which was from five to 12. It was divided into three. That's, that's what I was uh, explaining at that time in that interview. And then the photo on the right is, again, the Jardinera. Las Jardineras from Cuba. That dance, one of the dances that Man Romandia loved the most, and I used to dance and bring it all the time because he made her happy. Yeah. To like we used it. To throw the flowers. <laughs> we used to, at the end, we used to throw the flowers. Throw the flowers, give them to people. Beautiful. So it was. It's a beautiful song. Up to now, and I left that video. There's a video in Facebook where I did La Jardineras with the adult group. Okay. with the ladies, the third age, and people love that they write to me because it's a song that is not played anymore. Okay. So if you could find it, I know you will find it if you want to play it. on stage? Is Look how beautiful. Look how beautiful they are. you are in the, donde están all the girls with the bandera, the other picture, with the bandera, you were, um, in the interview, that one, I love that picture. Yeah, and then they asked us for our names and our ages. That's all I remember. I was so nervous. And, and you are dancing, you are in the next picture. Is that me with you over there? That's you and me. And this was oh. in the Carnaval de Merengue in 1986, where we met all, we went backstage with Fernandito Villalona. We were with um, Aramis Camilo. We were with Los, Los Quentons. We were with Jackie Nunez. So we were in the back, um, backstage, um, but we were the, what they call like, a, what's that called? The break of a concert. We were the, um, the wow. Oh, yes, yes. It, it, it was probably El Festival del Merengue. No, it was the Carnaval del Merengue. Carnaval del Merengue, exactly. Del Merengue. Oh, but that's a beautiful I picture. And we are, those are the clothes of La Yuca. Yes. We used to wear those clothes for La Yuca. So I think we did like five dances. So we, we did the, the break, whatever, the intermission, that's what it's called. So we danced during the intermission of the whole concert. Um, wow. yeah, so we got to meet all of those stars there, um, yes. including Fernandito, Mili, Jocelyn. We got to meet, we got to meet um, the group from Wilfrido Vargas. It was, it was amazing and it was a, a very honorable experience. Um, but are you talking about this video? Do you see it on the bottom? Is that the video where you're in the plena with adults or no? Um, on I did post uh, on Facebook and I forgot to send it to you. Oh, yeah. I did La Jardineras with the adult, my adult group. Because actually I have a group from uh, the third age, ladies on the third age that wanted to be dancers when they were young and did not have the opportunity to be in a dance school. They didn't have the opportunity to become a dancer in when they were young. Right. And now they have this opportunity of being in a ballet where 
where they can become what they could never do in, in when they were young. And they fulfill their dreams as a dancer. They, we're going to show their videos and, and their pictures. Yes, they, they love their ballet. It helps them with memory, helps them with the movements. And they, oldest, um, who's your oldest? How old is she? The oldest one is 87. Wow. And the youngest one, I think, is me, 61. <laughs> they are all older than me. They are old, but they, it's a very good group to work with. They're always willing to go to the presentations. They're always willing to work. They work happy. While with children, you have to drag them to the presentations. You got to drag them to practice. Yeah, that's I, love, I love the third age group. I love working with them. So here, again, we're doing um, jazz. And the one on the bottom left, I think that was the voodoo dance. El voodoo de Africa. Okay. That's el voodoo de Africa. You were in the middle. You were doing the, the middle part. And that was one of the dances that Mama Normandia loved the most, too. Used I, I believe I was always sick. I don't know why. <laughs> but Lisa, Lisa Moreno did an amazing job. With yes. That, that, um, but out of all the dances, that's my favorite, jazz. That's my the one that I like the most, the jazz. So here we are in another presentation. Um, that's you in the front, from left to right. Patricia, Virginia, and Evelyn. And Evelyn. And then I'm the one in the split. <laughs> the professional group, exactly. Yeah. Very beautiful, very beautiful memory. That's you I love that me. picture. I love that picture. The second one? The They're one. both of them. I love both of them. So that's you yeah. and me again in the Carnaval de Merengue. That was my sweet 16 that day. Oh. Yes, that's why I have that corsage, because I turned 16. Ah. Yeah, so that was my C16, and it was amazing to spend it uh, dancing and getting to meet all these uh, artists who are very it well known. Yeah. It and was a beautiful experience. Yeah, the one on the right is myself, you, and Patricia. And this the jazz. Was, that yeah. was the jazz we were dancing. And this was around um, the, the bus terminal, I believe on 178 because at some point they were doing construction or something and I don't know but we just took that quick picture <laughs> beautiful, beautiful memories beautiful yeah so we're gonna go into your group and this is your this and these are the actual ladies you can see them from the right uh let me see from the left the my oldest one is not in that picture she's not in that picture but um picture though I have her Right, right. And that's my actual group. It's a very good group to, to dance in. You have danced with them. Uh, you're one of the teachers of that group. And, and I love working with them. They're, they're a great group. That's, that was one of the last presentations. Is that her on the left? The she's beginning. the last. Yes, she's the first one on the left. She's 86. And that, and that day, the dance they did that day, they did La Jardineras that day. Okay. That's the one that I forgot to send you is in um, in the you on the Facebook. Mm -hmm. That one is Puerto Rico. They dancing Plena from Puerto Rico. That's them. That's a beautiful picture. It's a very steady group. They they always at their practice. 
and they strive to do their best also, which is admirable. That's another presentation we recently did in Brooklyn. Okay. And I think that's it. That's what all the pictures I have. But do you okay. want me to show the videos of Yes, they have a video of them dancing. If you could find La Jardineras in the Facebook, I can also try to find it here and send it to you to your messenger. You can play it from there. Yeah. Oh. This is my messenger, and, and I'll play this one while you send me that one. Excellent. Let me see. Found it right away. My sister says she remembers that day. I, I think I took a photo. Hi, Evelyn. How are you? Evelyn is there? <laughs> she says she was one of our groupies <laughs> with my mom. That's funny. Okay, I send the I send the las jardineras de la en la actualidad to you. Okay. The las jardineras de ahora son señoras, pero everybody loves them. Oh, and I still have the the video of when you were in Florida. Oh, that one, yes, and I have left that story out. And that's one very beautiful part of of my teaching. Very wonderful experience I had teaching in Florida. That's in Pennsylvania, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was a Dominican Independence Day and we were invited to the city hall. That's at the city hall. Who's that in the front? Very, very, very good. Is that you? That's me with the pañuelo <laughs> rojo, yes, me. That's me. That's me right there. <laughs> it looks Thank like people want to get up and dance. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. No se oye. Uh, hold on. I can't put it too close. Caña brava, right? Mm. Send it to you the the jardineras, which is was one of our favorite dances in the past, and now has become a favorite dance in, in the present because people is always writing to me that they enjoy that show, that it was beautiful. Uh, that's another one. That one is um oh that's her. 
That's my oldest student. That's my oldest student. I'm right there with her. That's awesome. They're doing Los Palos. Okay. What is her name? Because she's the one that introduced me to the Malekisqueya. The one that Gloria Almanza. No, no. Hey, she's a poet. The no, no. um, oldest one. No, this one here. Ismelda Fernandez. Sí, Ismelda. Que ella, her son was in the ballet too. Right. So son was in the one who, she, we were neighbors in the same neighborhood, and she's the one that told my mom about the ballet. Ah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So look at her. She's dancing, and her son was a dancer. That's awesome. Yes, uh, when she saw that I had this group of ladies, she said, I am going to dance with you because she also wanted to be a dancer and couldn't be when they were young. Most of them dance now because they couldn't be dancers when they were young and and they, they are proud of, of being in a school where they can dance. They love it. That's awesome. <laughs> looks so cute. No se oye? Oh, I put it down. I miss you when you don't come because you enjoy your dances too. I you know. went with us last year to the Dominican Day Parade and, and you enjoyed yourself. Missed you this year. You couldn't go this year. But that's always your ballet. That will always be your ballet. You're a teacher there also. That's my group, your group. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying to work behind the scenes to just make it happen. You know, we talked. Um, so I'm, I'm still trying that part um, to make sure that the funding and all of that stuff and for you to get recognized. So I'm going to, you know, we did this today with the understanding that I'm going to try to help you to get that, you know, um, because you deserve it. You, you Thank, you. Thank you. I appreciate the help. I don't have the help since Mama Normandia passed away. 
Right. I admire her work every day that I go through presentations, uh, going with the group here, taking care of the group there. And I don't know how she did it, but to me it's very difficult. Everything is difficult and I am by myself and she was by herself and she did it. She did everything by herself and it didn't look hard to, to her. When I saw her, it didn't look like she was going through a lot. I go through a lot. I, to me, it's hard. And it's probably because she's not next to me. I think that I got used to being next to her. And now that I don't have her, I feel lonely. Wow. So I try to see her in every presentation that I go. I try to see her, and I think she's there with me, and I feel better, and then I go along with I do miss her a lot. I was with her for many years. She was like a second mother to me. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm about to cry. Come on. I know it's sad. It's sad. Yes. Yes. I'm always holding my tears and and um because I'm in public, I'm always holding my tears when it comes to to remembering Normandia when it comes to remembering my mother who passed away only nine months ago. Right. But I pulled through, I think my job helps me to pull through. My job has helped me to pull through and is always helping me to pull through through the losses of, of loved people. Right. You'll be okay. You're gonna get help. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna show you something that is very dear to me. Yes. Sure. This picture, I made a canvas. I made a canvas out of this picture. It's, it's precious to me. Wow. This canvas, um, this is Josefina Menino, my teacher, in the early 1970s. I don't know if it shows good. Okay, now. Now it shows good. Okay, that's better. That's that's her right here, Josefina Menino, and her partner, Fran Ucero, who was my teacher also. And this is me right here. All the way to the right, right? Yes, uh, that's me right there. I was about 15, uh, your age when you were in ballet. And, and this is very, this is a precious memory. Precious memory of when I was in I her. The, I love the the dresses. Thank you. And I made the canvas. It was a small picture, so I added it to a canvas so it can last forever. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about you. <laughs> How are you feeling? Like what 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 gets you up in the morning? And how how do you how do you What's the message that you have for all of those girls that went and passed by Valekisqueya, the ones that, that remain, the ones that are out there? Because I know they're going to be, they'll find this video at some point. <laughs> um, but what do you say? What message do you have for all of the, the, the ones from the adult time that you started in 1979 to now? To all of the, the girls that were in Valekisqueya, I would like to tell them to not forget that they were in part of Balekisqueya once, that even though Balekisqueya is not now 
performing that it doesn't exist, that it exists a past where we were part of and that I try to keep alive in the Facebook page, in the YouTube uh, channel. I try to keep alive and I try for the Balekisqueya not to be forgotten. Uh, the Ballet Quisqueya was named Ballet Folklorico Xiomara Cabrera by the Normandia's son and daughter, Eudes and Yesenia, to, to help me be recognized in my work. And I am very thankful to it, but I always say that mm -hmm. it's not Ballet Folklorico Xiomara Cabrera, it's Ballet Quisqueya de Normandia Maldonado. Because I'll always be part of Normandia Maldonado and her ballet. Um, my group will always be part of Ballet Quisqueya to me. And I wish that the girls that were in the Ballet Quisqueya, not to forget that they were part of such an important institution in this country. Very important. And her work, um, all of Normandia's work and memorabilia and awards are in the CUNY City College here on 135th Street campus um, with the Dominican Republic Studies. Um, and I think everyone should take the time when they come to visit New York to go there and visit um, her uh, exhibit because that that is a study. That is a study. It is, it is. And it would, it would be nice if we could organize like a trip with anyone who would like to go and visit. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that would be nice. Yeah. And, and we can perform and dance. <laughs> um, what else do you have uh, for us tonight? Can you tell yeah. us, um, how, can people uh, join your online classes? Yes. Um, I am teaching on Wednesdays from 8 in the night to 9.30 on Messenger. We gather in the messenger with the video. We do the class. We do one and a half hour of class. We do technica. We do jazz. We do folklore. We, when we finish dancing, we pray for us, for the world, for anyone who needs prayer. We take pictures together. We have a lot of fun. So everyone is invited to be part of Vale Folclorico Xiomara Cabrera in Messenger on Wednesdays from 8 to 9.30. And now we are on Thursdays, which I hadn't told you. Um, Thursdays we're practicing at six o'clock in the school that is on 164 and Edgecombe. We, we started last week and we're gonna be there Thursdays from six to eight in the school in 164 and Edgecombe in Manhattan. Everyone is invited. So do they do they need to register ahead of time? Do they need to have vaccination? Do they need to come with a mat? Like how does that work? They can just come to the school at six o'clock and then we will do the registration. I can tell them ahead of time to bring tights for the exercises, to bring ballet slippers for the technica, um, comfortable uh, body suit. And if they can have a skirt made uh, that it opens really wide for the folklore. That would be really important if they can bring that on the first day. But I do recommend uh, anyone who likes uh, to continue folklore, uh, to continue something that is very important 
for our identity to continue it in this country so Dominicans don't lose their culture because it's part of our culture. We're not gonna lose Thank you for this opportunity that you give people for bringing all of these memories to, to the public out there. Thank you. Uh, we have one question. Um, Evelyn wants to know if you can tell her who makes the outfits um, for your dance group. Who uh, who makes the outfits for the dance group? I will send a phone number. I don't have the phone number right now, but as soon as you're part of the group in the messenger, I put the phone number right there of the lady that makes the skirts and she makes them quick and very beautiful. Okay, thank you. Any more questions, please feel free to leave a comment. We are on Facebook, we are on YouTube, Twitch and Twitter, and this will also go on audio on Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Thank you. Don't, don't forget to play the, the jardineras that I send you in Messenger for closing. Which, wait. It's in the Messenger. Is it this one? Do you see it there? Is it that one? Do you see it down there on the bottom? Um, is it, uh, hold on. Is it this one? No. Oh, no, that's not it. Okay. The, let me see. Is I just send it. It should be there now. Okay, hold on. Is the last one the last? Oh, I see. Okay. Yes, that one. That one. I sent that that one for closing because it was one of your favorite dances in the past, and it's being danced now, and you're gonna enjoy seeing that for closing today. Can you, can you yeah. remember that song? Yeah, but do you see it in the video? Hold on. Uh, no. No, it's not Because we, we got lost. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I'm trying to make it bigger, but it's not. No, that's fine. That looks good. Look at that 86-year-old. Shame on us. <laughs> dancing it. Beautiful. And enjoying what she does. Look at her. I want to be just like that when I grow up. Is this in Central Park or is this in the park on uh, Edge? This is in Brooklyn in a festival that they did in Brooklyn.
remember those steps. <laughs> That's awesome. That now, up to this day, the folklore, I'm keeping the folklore alive. Yeah, people won't have to travel to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> They'll see it. They can just see it right here. Look at her. I love it. <laughs> Everybody tells me there's a lovely dance. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful closing with one of your favorite songs from the past. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be here today. I want to congratulate you on your program. Thank you. What you're doing is beautiful because you are bringing culture from the past and you are bringing beautiful, beautiful things that should not be forgotten and that should be learned by new people. Excellent. Congratulations. I am proud that I was your teacher. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be right there with you. And when Thank you. you. Florida, I don't know if you want to show that little video. Oh yes, um, Florida. I actually um, need to speak a little bit about it because I it was left out. Okay. When I went to Florida, I lived there for 15 years, and I did teach at two dance schools. Uh, one was Miss Julia's School of Dance, which is the group that you're gonna see, and the other one was Dance World, where I was the folkloric teacher. And uh, the one that you're gonna show is from Miss Julia's School of Dance, one of the best schools in Tampa, Florida. And that group was a very good, they were very good dancing. And they are gonna dance also from Cuba a mambo, something that I think only them dance mambo in Tampa, Florida. Very, very nice. <laughs> And you're the second one. Right, I'm the second one. But that's a very good dancing group. Are these young ladies Latinas or they're not Latinas? They're not. They're only the little girl next to me on the right. She's Spanish. The other two, the ones you see at the right, they mother and daughter. Okay. And they, they don't speak Spanish, they're American. And they learn these Spanish dances and they and they dance like Spanish ladies. And when did you go to Florida? When was this? That was in nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. And I lived there for fifteen years. Okay. That's in a school. That show was in a school where I'm at daycare. Okay. And that's the after school program. 
the, the bigger kids, and we did that show for the bigger kids, the after school. I was working uh, at the daycare at the same time I was teaching ballet in Florida. They did a lot of technica because the ballet school that I was teaching at was um, a classical ballet school. The owner was a classical ballet dancer. Can you still wear those heels? <laughs> yes, I I have I still have that skirt. Wow, I know when we used to go to the um, marches and we had to wear those heels. I when you said you want to be in the Dominican Day Parade, I was like, uh, not if we have to wear those heels. <laughs> now we don't wear them though. With the ladies, I don't have them wear heels for the parade. They wear flat shoes. But I have the, I bought the Capricio uh, shoes. They're like sneakers, but those, those are very comfortable. That's awesome. Yes, I love the floor. I miss the Florida weather. Really? Weather is very nice. <laughs> the kids are having fun. Yes, they, after, they love them. After school program, love the ballet. We went twice to the school on the kids' request. Wow. And that's awesome that it's a mom and daughter team. Yes, mother and daughter. And you said you had another video, or this was it? That was it. So are they still in contact with you? Not that group. Okay. I am in contact with the other group, the, the other school that I taught, which was Dancework. Right. But I don't, I think they're not working anymore. I, I don't remember if they're working, but I don't have the video of them. Okay. Awesome. They're very good dancers. They're very good dancers. Yeah. Just when everybody thought it finished. It's finished and then it, it goes on. And then when it finishes, no one realizes that it's finished because it doesn't sound like a name. Watch that. See, that's the end. And no one realizes it until we did. <laughs> it doesn't look like that. Beautiful. 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 Love going through the memories. Beautiful. Well, Samara, thank a you pleasure so being here. A pleasure being here today. Now we're going to have to, my mission is to make sure that you get what you need uh, for help. Um, any, uh, I will post, it, with your permission, your information, um, which is just the, the Facebook page, right, and your YouTube page um, for people to sign up. So you can visit www.saltycoffeepodcast.com and all the information is there. And I will also put the information on the description of each uh, social media, meaning like if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to put the information on the description um, that you gave us today and on Twitch and Twitter and Facebook. So Excellent. Thank you. Thank so, you for the, for all the phone calls. <laughs>
Wow, a lot of phone calls. Yeah, you you you'd be surprised how many people don't know about stuff, and you know they'll come to my website and they're like, "Oh, a free dance school? Okay, online. I don't have to go anywhere." But yeah, online. Yes, they're online, and the online uh, um, price is a moderate price for the class. I have students that just pay three dollars per per class. You just gotta pay with sale, and they love it. They're like. From the comfort of my house, from all, for only three dollars, you, right. I get to exercise and feel better. And they're there every Wednesday, every Wednesday. Yeah, I I know you tried, but you I, you switched it on me. Now you made it Thursdays, but I will try to make it the in person um class on Thursdays because I, I like a little bit more non. We'll love having you. We'll love having you. Thank um, you. No I will actually call you after the interview. I will call you. Okay. Well, thank you so much, um, Thank you. Have a great evening. Take care of yourself and your um, son. Um, thank you. Sure. God bless. God bless you, and God bless everybody that watched today. Thank you. Well, that was Yomara, and um, I'm so happy that she uh, made it uh, to this show and to the Salty Coffee podcast. And if you have any questions, please feel free. If you forgot uh, the name or if I don't put the information immediately on um, the notification. Please let me know. Um, feel free to contact me. Um, if you're on YouTube right now, please share this video with anyone you may know um, from the group, the dance group. Um, it was, I was there from 1980 to 1986-87. Um, right there on in Washington Heights by St. Rose of Lima. That was where the school was at. So please uh, share. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification button. And um, Salty Coffee is um, getting along. There's a lot of uh, conversations and talks that I have now because I do have a co-host, and his name is The Icon 6. His website is wwwicon 6 Dot com and that is my significant other and he um, has a lot of great stuff to talk about for the men and for uh, the women too <laughs> but we have our talks on anchor and also on our websites so if you go to the salty coffee podcast website you'll see his information and if you go to the icon six um, dot com that will be where you'll find all of his information if you um, know someone who has a business and needs their business to be uh, presented on YouTube or anything like tonight, please feel free to reach out to me. My contact information can be found on our website at www.saltycoffeepodcast.com. And um, I think it's important for us to share important information about everything we did in our past, including... When Xiomara told me that we were the first ones to do the Dominican Republic, uh, Dominican Day Parade in Washington Heights, you know, that's something that maybe a lot of us did not know that we were doing history. So make sure you maintain your culture and your history and teach your children where you come from and let your children know also. So for my children and my unborn grandchildren, this is your grandma. <laughs> so you find this video later on. Um, your grandma crazy. No, your grandma's not crazy. But um, my sister, thank you so much for stopping by again and being supportive. Um, I miss uh, talking to you. 
So please feel free to reach out um, and not just find me on YouTube. And for my family and friends out there who um, say, hey, I haven't seen Wanda in a long time. I'm here <laughs> all the time. Uh, most of, of the important talks are done on Anchor. And if you go to Anchor, it's free. You don't have to subscribe. Um, but just if you, if you, even if you just Google Salty Coffee Podcast um, or search without doing the, the whole website URL, you'll find all of the information and all of the um, platforms that we are on. So we're trying to, we're going to try to help Xiomara to uh, gain grants for her to have her own space and um, for her to get grants for um, getting the, the dresses for the students. So if you um, enroll in her class and she's only asking for $3 for class, please, um, if you have enough to, to do more, please do more. I will give you her information. I will put it on our website. So if, if you know anyone who can donate to her cause, because I think it is important for us to maintain our history and to learn, to learn from that, that together we can really um, make a difference, not just for our own children, for other children as well. So let's keep um, hope uh, alive. <laughs> uh, let's see. Thanks for the invitation. I love your show. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, that's uh, Siamara sending messages. All right. Well, my friends, it is time to say goodbye. Um, it's already an hour and 15 minutes, and I'll leave you with a little uh, some some.
I'm staying in bed thinking back on us and everything that went wrong. Never said goodbye, think I broke your trust, should've known this all along. Don't wanna be the one that you're trying to avoid. I'm feeling so confused, why did I act so annoyed? Cause I don't wanna be strangers, baby. The next time when we Le gusta el roce, le gusta tanto. Está puesta para bellaquear. Hablando de eso, ya se lo canto. Yo sé que quieres más y yo no sé. Y la fe 